After two weeks off, the three of us are back together to give you some hot fucking live action in front of the lights and the mic. And this is Mike, and he's here, and I'm Bryce, and this is Rick. And we're live, and we're on Twitch. And uh, this show, us. if you haven't been here before, what? I thought you, they should join us. You're fucking who? Sorry. Sure. Anyone. Who should join us? Anybody. Anyway. Everybody. Anybody watching right now on YouTube? Okay, fine, yeah. Join us. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you should join us, but you, 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 missed, you missed it. You missed it. Uh, in case you didn't know, this is the Wrestling Buddies. Yeah. Uh, not some shit we like. No, yeah. Because <laughs> the three of us are wrestling fans, <laughs> and this person watched the Royal Rumble, and he's going to give thoughts on it. But I'll go over the whole spiel. So, yeah, if you're here right now, you know you're watching us live on Twitch. If you're not here right now, you're watching us on YouTube. And that means you know that there's videos that go up on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Two on Thursday sometimes, you never know. Depends on how much we fucking don't shut up. And then Friday, you put up the whole fucking video. And on Tuesday, you can just listen to us and not look at our ugly ass faces yeah. on someshitwelike.com. But for now, I don't know. I got, or I got, well, I have, I have bad news begin? before we get into that. Yeah, I will not be here next week. I will be out of town. Out of town? Yeah. San Mateo. Oh. Going up north. Gotcha. Cool. Sweet skate park right by where we're going to be going to. I was just about to ask you, like, yeah. are you going to visit? Yeah. Are you going to go to that one? Yeah, I'm going to that one. There's a lot of flat ground there. I can practice my ollies and shove it and hit some banks. You should drive out to Russian River. It's, it's younger time. <laughs> oh, it, <laughs> it is. started right. yesterday. So I won't oh, be here yeah. next week. Plus It'll just be you two holding down the fort. All right. But Plus the let you know. season, isn't it? It's right now. Just started. I, I don't Today? know. Yeah. Well, yesterday it started oh. there. I haven't gotten a rundown of places here locally that are doing it yet. Oh, I keep okay. looking, but I haven't seen. I'm sure uh, Bottle Room will do it again. Yeah, like, they did it last that time. That place in Orange. Again. I know they always do it, that yeah. deli. Um, so, yeah. Excited about that. All right, so welcome to the Wrestling Buddies. Wrestling buddies. Uh, the whole point of the Wrestling Buddies is we like to talk about wrestling from a fan's perspective. We also happen to have some insight onto into the business, so to speak, of Bryce and I being involved tangentially through the indies out here in Southern California. Uh, but the whole point of the Wrestling Buddies is to not get caught up in armchair booking, but to talk about it from a fan's perspective, from a fan's point of view, because that's why we watch wrestling, because we're fans. And there's no bigger fan at this table than, than this Rick. Right than this here. person right there. I'm like the biggest fan on earth. So... Last week, as Cheesy might have seen, I think you you saw as well or heard as well, Rick, when I said the Royal Rumble was coming up, Rick was like, oh, you should come over. We go, I want to watch it. And I was like, no, you don't. It's going to be four hours long. You don't want to watch the Royal Rumble. But it was four hours? Yeah. It flew by pretty good. Pretty quick. Pretty quick. Yeah. So I came, I ended up coming back over and we watched the Royal Rumble last week. And Rick is definitely not um, a regular wrestling fan. Bryce will make him watch things here or there. I'll make him watch things here or there. The last thing he saw, the very last thing he saw, was Kevin Owens turning on Sami yeah. Zayn at NXT TakeOver. Just long time ago. And then when they came out together, Rick was like, wait a minute. <laughs> he was completely like, what the hell's going he got on? Set, he got, I yeah. watched that show because like, he was working by me. He totally got sucked into that show. He was like, what's happening? Like, oh, no. Like, fuck that guy. Fuck you, Kevin Owens. Yeah, and he still said, he goes, I still like Sammy, but fuck that other guy. <laughs> I was like, no, they're cool now again. They're good. Everything's all square. Um, but yeah, Rick watched the Royal Rumble, and like, I love getting opinions about wrestling from non-wrestling fans, especially when they're not going to be all super snarky and shitty. And Rick won't do that. So 
How did you feel about the show as a whole? As a whole, I thought it was very entertaining. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. It was like I'm. I'm not. I'm not much of a fighting type of person. I don't really like to watch fights. Yeah. Just because like people get hurt. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's why they call them fights. Um, but like knowing from everything, like how long I've known you guys and how much you talk about it, like it was entertaining, you know, and then we've also had that relation to comic books as well too. Yeah. Uh, with wrestling and it was, it was fun to watch. I had a really good time. Like I think when, like I just said, four hours, like it went by quick. Like I was that engaged into the show. Aside from the garbage triple threat match, everything moved pretty quickly. Do you, do you think, was it the show as a whole or do you think it was the rumble? The show as a whole was all right. Okay, I mean it was good. Because you've watched other wrestling shows. I've, I've and seen you've others. Like not paid attention or haven't been interested. This is one that I've actually paid attention to and like actually kind of engaged myself in. I've seen others, but this is one that I really got myself engaged. Probably because like what was the first one with? The first one was with Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. And as soon as Zane. I saw that guy, I'm like, no, fuck him. <laughs> I hope he fucking loses. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> so. So, like right at, right from there, right from the first match I was in. Yeah. So that match was very good too, man. Yeah. For Kevin being as hurt as it seems that he actually is to keep going out there and working, like good on him. Uh, but like I, I kept sitting here going like he, AJ can't win because I just I had kind of forgotten about Kevin's back injury and I was like ah, there's no way AJ can win. It's two on one. And I was like, but this close to Mania, they won't pull the trigger and put the title on. And do something to where two people have to be champion yeah, this close to me. Yeah. But I was like, I just hope they don't do it clean. And then they do it clean with like no shenanigans and a roll up. I was like, okay. I mean, it's AJ Styles. They're pushing him as like the second coming of Shawn Michaels and the greatest wrestler of this generation. So it makes sense. Right. Uh, but as a like watching it, like as a fan, just the, the story they told of Kevin Owens kind of being inept and Sami Zayn having to pick up the slack and then them losing have nothing to do with Sami Zayn and like you kind of sense this the whole vibe in the story that they're telling is like when is Sami Zayn gonna get fucking fed up with Kevin Owens and when are we gonna see that dynamic of Sami Zayn as the heel and Kevin Owens as the babyface like that's the vibe I kept getting off of that match and the story they're telling the only shenanigans although it really didn't affect the outcome was just that the legal man wasn't pinned right but that was it Um, yeah because I like Sami as a heel or whatever he's doing, like the, his sort of yes, yeah, yes. I, I, I dig it. That would be cool. I like to see the tables turned. There, there are people out there complaining that I don't get it that Sami Zayn still skips down to the ring and they haven't changed his music. Cause yeah, you don't, Mike you Johnson, don't, you don't get it. To you you, you don't moron. get the point of that. That that's the point. Yeah, he can't tell. Dude, it's like he's still doing. It. It's like he's not doing the same stuff. No, it's, it's fucking exaggerated. It's super over the top, and he's a complete, a complete douchebag about it. I love it. Um, uh, the, the tag, the tag title match, the SmackDown tag title match, were you shocked that it was two straight? Yeah, a little bit. What did you think of that match? That was the two out of three falls match, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin versus the Usos. Oh, um, I, I mean, it was, it was good. Yeah. It is, it's hard. It's I mean, hard. I, I, I don't really, I mean, I don't know, like, the technical terms that you guys use as far yeah. as, like, you know, their moves that they use, and, but, I mean, I... I thought it was, I mean, that was what was the second? The second match. Second, second match, yeah. yeah. That one I felt was okay. Yeah. I liked the, the, I think probably because I had more heart into the first one. 
it was interesting. But I don't think it was I don't think it was terrible. It was interesting watching Rick and then like I was kinda having a conversation with you on Voxit through the whole the whole show. <laughs> Dan and I uh, yeah, Dan and I yeah, you Dan and I and like I was like, ah, the crowd's dead for this match, and it's bothering yeah, me it because was this match is really of... good. And then I look over at Rick, and I realized, oh, I get it. It's because the first match had so much into it, story-wise and even move-wise. Like, they pulled out some pretty big stuff, and to go from that hot of a match to something that you feel like might be longer and drawn out because it's two out of three falls, it just didn't have the same oomph that the first match had and I think that's some that another match suffered on its own but because of that as well later uh, but yeah I I actually really really enjoyed the match and I don't know what where they're going with Gable and Benjamin yeah uh, but I thought it was cool to see the Usos win and go too straight because it shows how dominant they are and I think they're a great tag team they no, are I, I've, I've loved their heel turner I guess they're kind of faces again <laughs> sort of in a way but it's... yeah I love the changes that have happened to their characters. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so we're kind of motoring for this because it doesn't need to be long and drawn. No, out. it doesn't. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, so the first, the men's Royal Rumble match was next. And Rick, this was the thing he paid the most attention to. Uh, and it's because of the way that it was booked and the way that the stories they were telling in the ring. But yeah, like Rick was like on the edge of his seat watching the entire Rumble match. And I was like, man, that's good to see. Uh, yeah. Well, because there's something about the Royal Rumble match yeah. in general. Like, I think that match can attract people that aren't into wrestling because there's just a cool dynamic to the fact that uh, should be two minutes, yeah. people come out, and it's 30 guys, and you're always wondering who's coming out next. And it, it adds a level of excitement, I think, even for people who've never watched wrestling. Right, and like as Bruce Pritchard talked about. On so the- you never know who's coming out. Um, some people have an idea. So sometimes they'll do a storyline where, like, you're going to be number one, and you're going to have to fight your way through the entire match. So oh. sometimes you get an idea of who might be one or two of the number, where they might be in the lineup, but generally for the 90%, 98% of the time, you don't know. Yeah. You just have a rough idea of who's going to be in it. Okay. Right. You just don't know where they're going to be. Yeah, the idea is, as a fan, you're not, you're not supposed to know. Like, it wasn't right. like there was some list of, like, okay, this is number 15. Yeah. Like, we don't know that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like Mike said, sometimes they do a thing where you find out who one in 30 are. Yeah. Sometimes they get a little too or, cute with the booking and two guys are feuding, someone's seven, someone's eight. It's like, yeah. fuck off. Like, or they do the demolition thing where they're three and, like, the tag team is yeah, three and four yeah. or something like that. Oh, well, they did that with the Steiner brothers, I think, that year, too, I in 92, so. right? Didn't so. they start? Wait, not in yeah. 92. Not yeah. the Steiners. Flair, Flair's year was, no, 90, no Steiners. 93. 93. 93. They started the, the Rumble match, yeah. I believe. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, they did a, a great job of... of Keeping you interested, and like Bruce Pritchard said on his Something to Wrestle With podcast, like the way Pat Patterson pitched this is like what you said. It's to bring in people who don't necessarily watch wrestling because theoretically a new match starts what should be every two minutes, not every 90 seconds. (laughs) And it's so funny that in the men's match there was only, like I read that stupid numbers column and I told you about it, there was only one actual 90 second interval. The rest of them were either a little shorter, a little longer. There was like six minute 45s and there was four that went over two minutes that's one that was two and two almost three minutes two like that's two so minutes and 40 funny. seconds that's so funny yeah i don't understand well like why like 
I get that they have creative control or whatever, but I just don't understand why they don't like. Okay, let's do a legit two minutes. Like, so what? Just fucking. I, do it. And sometimes you want to let something breathe in the sometimes, ring. Sometimes, yeah, of you course, know? of course. Or if something's not going well, yeah. like, all right, get the next person out there. <laughs> um, so the winner of the Royal Rumble was Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, Rick seemed pretty into his style and everything that was going on. Yeah. Uh, I thought the right people were in the final four. I have to say this. So I was. Uh, it's related. I was, what was it, like a, a week ago, uh, and my dog was having some, some health stuff, and we had to go to the vet, and her vet is there, and we were there back-to-back days. I was at my parents' house, and we were sitting around, and what we were doing, and I, just, I threw on SmackDown on, like, the DVR there. Oh, um, God. And so I had it on, and my oh, dad sees Shinsuke, and he goes, like, what are they letting gay people wrestle now, too? And I'm just like, what do you mean? It's like, look how he moves around. I'm like, he's not gay, dad. And I just, I had, like, I'm sorry if that's putting my dad on. I'm glad my dad is not someone that's anti-gay. But, like, that was his first thought. And I'm just like, and now I see him, and I'm just thinking my dad's words are in Well, and the big head. sparkly rock star letters they put across the screen. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. But like, I think my dad's, like, he sees the haircut. He sees, yeah. like, the weird shit that he's yeah. doing all the time. And I'm just like, wow, all right. That's funny. So sorry. Yeah, Shinsuke's awesome, though. Yeah, um... I, I, I'm not upset with him winning. Uh, I was hoping it had been Finn Balor, though. Yeah, I think I was, too. But you know what, though? Like, yeah, him or Nakamura, I would have been yeah. fine with. I would have loved for it to have been Balor, but in hindsight, like, I'm really glad that it's Shinsuke because I think it's something that he needed. I think it's a breath of fresh air. Not if they keep fucking doing this stupid entrance bullshit with him. Well, yeah, and I don't know if you and I have talked about it that much, but I, I'm, I can't not stand how they call him the artist. They, no, they've been, they were just calling him the rock star this week. They the ring announcer on SmackDown announced him as the artist yeah. of the Shinsuke, and then which I fucking can't stand. And then that rock star crap, um, like it just ever the moment he kind of came up, it's like yeah. no, like yeah. King of Strong style if you want to call him anything. Why is it the artist? So fucking he was Prince. he was getting super stale for me in NXT because there was no there was nothing to his character. He was just eccentric Japanese guy. And that's what they're doing with him on SmackDown. And he's just an eccentric Japanese guy. But in that feud with Samoa Joe, they actually started adding dimension to his character. They did the same thing with Asuka. She was just generic Japanese girl. But the stuff with Ember Moon and uh, with Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, they started adding dimension to her character. Yeah. I hate that they have to start over again. I understand why they'd want to start over again, moving to them. I get it. But at the same time, like... Do, you brought them up at a time and a place where the crowd knew who they were. Crowds that are following are going to go, oh, they like them, we're going to like them too. Just go, move, move forward. Yeah. Go go on. Plus, they attract a big enough crowd for NXT like live now. They should get a pretty good indication that a lot of people probably know who these people are in right. NXT. Not everybody, yeah, but yeah. a good chunk of their fucking audience. Did, did anything like really stand out to, for you, Rick, in that the men's Royal Rumble match? There was, um... Because I, I remember one thing that you were giddy, giddy about that happened. Was really? That, yeah. Is there yeah. something more exciting to you about over-the-top rope rather than someone getting pinned one, two, three? Yeah, there's definitely over... Mm-hmm. Go, he had, like, having to go over the top, like, mm-hmm. I didn't kind of catch that until later. Yeah. But it made sense because, like, I saw people roll out. Yeah. Until, like, well, they're, I thought they were over, mm-hmm. they're gone, and then I see them come back. Mm-hmm. But, uh... When you have bigger guys, you know, yeah. that you have to throw over the rope, it's like, that's crazy. <laughs> um, it's, I, I can't remember any, like, I mean, I, I remember just watching and just having a good time. So the thing that Rick, I, that I think I got the biggest response from Rick 
was the Kofi Kingston launching him back. When he ah, landed, launching, when launching him back. Him back oh, the that was awesome. Yes. yes. <laughs> but Rick thought that was great. And then he got thrown out right after. And he's like, that was, that was That pissed me off so much. Like, come on. You do something epic like that and then he's out. I'm yeah. like, fuck that. See you later, Chizzy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's really funny. Um, so, I figured it was that. The next two matches, I guess, aren't really of consequence. The World Tag Titles match was more of an angle than anything else, which I thought was really well done. Uh, and the, the triple threat universal title match was garbage. Yeah, I just don't know. <laughs> um, I have a bad match with Kane. Like, and then the next night, like, you get to beat the shit out of Kane for five, seven minutes. How does it not come across as cool? Like, I don't understand that. It was like watching Bray Wyatt having a bad match with Matt Hardy. How do you have a bad match with Matt Hardy? And I, I know I'm super down on Braun Strowman and I just yeah. don't get it, but. He did not like he he had a bad match with Kane on Monday. It was bad. It wasn't entertaining. It was hardly a match. Well, I mean, it should have been entertaining. It should have been something for like for that character. It should have been something like, oh, okay, cool. Like, uh, I mean, for me, I don't know that I don't think it's entertaining, but I just feel like it's been there, done that. You know, I'm like, oh, he's flipping the stage. I'm like, I'm just kind of done with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just all right. All right. So let's move on to the women's Rumble match. Um, this was. Awesome for me to watch because there was some cool nostalgia moments. Um, Vicky Guerrero, I thought was that was fucking amazing. That was my favorite thing. It was just enough comedy. It was just enough comedy. Annie's mom loves Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> she just left like all the time because like I'm watching wrestling all the time and she she's always hears it in the background and she hears when she was on Raw every week would hear excuse me, excuse me. she still <laughs> says it to this day and then she had just left and went downstairs oh and her oh, she's it. annoying as well. <laughs> yes yeah, right exactly uh, but yeah that was so good man yeah. it was funny but yeah. then it got old um, but yeah uh, Trish Stratus looked great and like when she came out, I was like, I think you called her Trisha Stratus. She looked great. And then I, I was looking, I was like, is that new gear? I don't remember that gear. Why would she get brand new gear made for a one night yeah. thing? Like, is there, is there something like, is she going to be coming back more frequently? That would be really cool. Yeah. Um, Lita has definitely lost a step. Yeah. Like, I don't Nothing. think the fact that she was wearing pants that were so fucking baggy helped. I, I mean, that's what she used to wear all the time. Not that big. Oh, yeah. I don't think they were that. These look way bigger to me. Um, like fucking MC Hammer pants. I think <laughs> nothing she did was sloppy. It was just slower than normal, which was fine. I yeah. mean, like, she has not been in a ring for a while, like, on a regular basis. I actually kind of squealed a little bit during her, her moonsault. I was like, I did. we oh, all did. Like we all did. Way too late. We like, all did. Because her moonsaults were never good to no, begin with. No, they always sucked. They always looked like she was going to kill herself. Yeah. This one, ex- exceptionally so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oscar uh, winning was really cool. Again. You didn't like Oscar. You didn't like Oscar? She was too showy. <laughs> I, I told him, like, dude, you had to be. You, you haven't experienced her. Also, but again, I haven't watched. Any also, other. right now, you're not. You're not supposed to like her. That's okay. the whole point. Right. <laughs> She's supposed to be an arrogant jerk. Um, yeah, the women's match was really incredible. Um, it surprised me when that was like the first one ever. Yeah, and um, the main event of the show. Yeah, uh, it was that one was crazy too. Yeah, that was crazy too. Uh, 
Paige for staying in for so long. Paige too. wasn't in the match. Sasha, or, you Sasha, Sasha. yeah. I, I, I kept bringing up Paige because I kept saying that's why they okay, need to yeah. stop using Paige's music. That's what you said. Yeah. yeah. Um, her being in there for that long yep. was crazy. Just yeah. like and even in the men's match with the guy being, Ballard, in, yeah, yeah, being in for that long. Like that's crazy how much energy and stamina you need to be in that ring for so long. Like that, that's a yeah. lot. And it just it because the ring has give and because it is not solid. Like it's like uh, when you go to a convention and they have like the foam mats under the carpet, you get tired faster because you're having to work harder. So because there's give to the ring, moving around it is harder than running on a treadmill or running outside. And it, right. it's, it takes a lot out of you quickly if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. So seeing those two performers and other performers, there was uh, some women in the match that went 40 or 45 minutes. There was a couple of men in the men's match that went 40, 45 minutes. There was like a no. good handful of people in both matches that were in there for a very long time. Some in there for a little bit too long, like Michelle McCool and <laughs> Kelly Kelly. And yeah. I Like I'm not going to sit here and criticize anybody's <clears throat> body, but like, Michelle McCool, like, something about her looked like, it's like she's turning into Spongebob or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she's she's skinny and in tremendous shape, no doubt about it, but, like, something, she looks square. It was just weird. I don't she know. She kind of always has. She like, always, a little yeah. bit, it's just way it's more, It's just her like, body her structure, yeah. Different. And she can't control that. Uh-uh. Not, um, but, yeah, I, I really, really liked the women's match. I thought it was... I mean, it wasn't as, quote, like, spectacular as the men's match was. Yeah, yeah. But they weren't... They were booking that the matches completely differently. Yeah. I feel like with that match, too, the audience was kind of, like, shaky at first. Yes. And then yes. as it progressed, like, you saw them getting into it. Because no matter what, like, your thoughts are on whether the women's match should have went on last or not, like, that aside, I mean, with the men's rumble, in my opinion, like... The crowd climaxed that like that because a lot of times that's the that's the big thing that's what mm-hmm. everyone's waiting for like you and I have talked about like I don't even think and I you mentioned this and I agree I don't even think the fucking title should be defended at rumbles it should be about the rumble yeah and so the rumble for so many years there hasn't been a women's rumble and so everyone's waiting for the the men's rumble where you're gonna find out who's gonna main event WrestleMania who's gonna go after the title that happened mid show and I think it took a lot out of it. Yeah. I'm not saying it was wrong. I just think it took but a lot of energy. All those women, all thirty of those women, did an excellent job of pulling that yeah, crowd back and they in. They did come back, and it yeah. it started to bubble. But when when Kyrie Sane came out, that's when the crowd was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Other shit could happen. This this could be some shit." Yeah. And then when she came out, and she was the one that did that big elbow drop. Like, oh god, yeah. that was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then the other the, uh, Kyrie Sane's elbow drop. Rick audibly went, "Holy Jesus!" Because she jumped so high, yeah. that and was comes down way so too hard. high than anyone should jump from. <laughs> Rick, Rick is like the the, the uh, parent, responsible parent. But that is way too high. <laughs> Don't jump punching, that high. You are punching way too hard. Do not swing that chair like that. Hey, <laughs> get off of him! Like that's yeah. that's Rick's version of being a lesson kid. Knock insane. it off! It's insane. <laughs> it's insane, man. It's insane. Uh, the other thing that it's Rick. The other thing Rick really liked in that match, similar to the men's match, was the Naomi stuff, where she landed on the barrier oh, yeah. and then got on the chair. Oh, that was and hilarious. Then, that was. And like, then she got chucked right after too. Yeah, yeah. All that work and. <laughs> but that, yeah, that I thought that good, was cool. Yeah. Um, again, so my the pick I wanted to, and I wanted Nia Jax to win that match. Um, but again, I'm not upset that Oscar won. Like I, 
mentioned it to you yeah. in Voxer. Like, as somebody who grew up like coming across Japanese tapes at the video store or, or from uh, friends uh, who had parents had some who also liked wrestling or co or family co-workers that like wrestling and seeing all these amazing Japanese performers and then in the mid-90s seeing those Japanese performers come over and even guys like the great Buddha in the early 90s not getting you know the due he deserved as being one of the greatest and being champion somewhere um, it's nice to see that um language barrier be damned um poor booking be damned asuka and shinsuke nakamura oh she doesn't speak so, english uh they very it's not, little, their, first, it's not, not their, their first language, language. Okay. No. so them being so popular with the crowd and being able to engage the crowd in such a way that it's they can't they can't sit there and go well we can't book them in a main event the crowd's not behind them the crowd is obviously behind those two performers yeah. And it's great that they're that engaging, and they mean that much to the crowd to where WWE has to be like, it only makes sense. And like we, you kept saying like, oh, the matches, the winners are kind of predictable, and like not that, not knocking it. It's just like sometimes we like to have like an unpredictable, unpredictable finish to the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like, who's gonna win this match? But when it comes down to the final ten guys and or girls now, and you see, it's like. Oh, it's obvious because that's what they've been kind of pushing. Yeah, and it's not necessarily a bad thing at all. And I think it's great that it, the obvious people won this year. But I think it makes the most sense this year that the obvious people won. Yeah, totally. They did a better job of it, I think, in the men's match because it came down to four guys that were any of those guys could have won and would have been fine. Yeah. But the women's match, it was like the Bellas and Oscar, and I'm like the Bellas aren't winning. Well, but, I mean, I don't watch the show, but I do know that that's kind of what they've been pushing on Total Bellas, is that they're coming back to be a part of the, the yeah, company all yeah. the way through Mania. So, given that's another place that they push the women's storylines on television, that made complete sense. Yeah, I, I, just, I think it would have been better if... We know, though. Yeah. We know. Like, just, yeah, the Bellas aren't made right. in WrestleMania. Get, um, out of, get out of here. Yeah, that's just not happening. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> and then also, like, I, I just I felt like... I felt like Oscar winning was just a little too telegraphed. I would have been much happier if Nia Jax. Like again, I'm not not right. happy, but I Nia Jax would have been one, or Sasha Banks for me. I think would have been good if she would have won too. Um, but it's fine. It's totally yeah. fine. I'm happy that she won. I'm not complaining at all. Uh, even though it sounds like I am. So if they, uh, I think next year if they really want to get back on track with the character specifically and use that match to do it. Put Bailey in at number one and have her go all the way. Yeah, get that, that character back on track. And that's the other thing that's really, really awesome about the Royal Rumble too, because in one night and in one match, you sometimes can completely rehab a character, whether it's or them, more than one, or more but, than one, whether it's someone throwing out a shit ton of people, uh, being in there for a really long time, or fucking winning. You know, was like, it like uh, three years ago or whatever when Jericho came back and it was like a not a surprise thing, but he hadn't been on the road. And he came in for the Rumble and then was in the match for like 45 minutes. And yeah. like, it was not that people were cold on Chris Jericho because he's fucking Chris Jericho. But it was one of those things like, oh, cool, Chris Jericho being in for a few minutes and get pitched and you know, right. have everybody had a good time seeing Chris Jericho. And then he went 45 minutes. And then coming out of that, like, they started pushing him because the crowd was like, oh, crap, he, 42 years old, can still actually really do this. Awesome. And yeah. it helps. And it doesn't just help the winner. The Royal Rumble can help. Rusev is number one contender for the uh, United States title now. Uh, he was the, he was number one. He was the big guy, the Bulgarian guy that came out. Mm. The guy sung him to the ring called mm. Rusev Day stuff. Yeah. Um, he he's oh, he's funny. another one. Uh, he's number one contender for the U.S. title now, and like he was 
number one in the Rumble. And he was in there for a while. And he's so engaging in the crowd. He's so entertaining in the crowd. He's so behind him. Even though he's a guitar, bad guy. Right? No. no, that's the that's that's Elias. Oh, he's, Elias, he's good that's too. Right, yeah. Elias, Elias Sampson. I still call him Elias Sampson. Oh, I hate this one name, name bullshit. Um, but yeah, he's another one that had a great showing in the Rumble. And when they cleared the ring, I was like, something good's gonna happen right now. And then yeah. his music started, and I was like, ah, oh, this is gonna be good. Rick liked that too. That was another thing. That was, that was funny. awesome. Uh, Speaking of the name stuff, this is on topic, but off topic a little bit. Like the one name crap, I started thinking about like. Is he gonna? Is Andrade Cien almost gonna get called up and like? Oh well, there like there goes his name. He's gonna just be Cien or he's gonna, Almas. He's gonna be Cien Almas. They'll Andrade. drop the Andrade. Oh, God. They'll drop the Andrade. Stupid. Um, but anyway, okay. So Royal Rumble, Rick overall, like earlier, he said he had a really fun time watching that that show. Um, I think it's one of the better Royal Rumble pay per views in a long time, and yeah. both of those matches. The men's match was uh, far and away better than last year's Rumble match. Yeah, absolutely. And, one of uh, the better ones yeah, in a long time. Yes, and the women's match was a great way to pay homage to some of the women that didn't get a fair shake during the early 2000s in WWE. Women like Beth Phoenix that can actually work. Um, you know, Lita and Trish who stood out during their time. Uh, Jackie getting to come out. And, and I was like, <laughs> when she came out, I was like, all you little blonde girls better turn around and watch out because this woman will whip your ass if you're not paying attention. And yeah. she went in there and started whooping some ass, and I loved it. But yeah, oh, like, it was a great way to kind of, you know, pay respect to women that came before them and, like, have them involved in this that historic event. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's great. I look forward to the next one. WrestleMania. Next Rumble. Or the next, next Rumble. Oh, next Rumble. <laughs> that's that's going to be Rick's WrestleMania is the Royal Rumble every yeah. year. That's the one he's going to want to watch every year. That's cool. Hey, man. It's, the, the, it's better than me, watching the, nothing. Yeah, to me, that's the second biggest show of the year. Fuck the summer. Yeah, for me. Like, yeah, that's for the me second too. biggest show of the year. How, how is it not? I don't understand. But all right, Wrestling Buddies has taken over far too much time on this show today. Well, it's, been <laughs> gone. it's been gone long enough. I so. know, I know. It's good. Well, I'll cut this up. You guys can put it up on the website. And I'll put this up on YouTube as Wrestling Buddies. <laughs> just leave it out. Just put it. Just say the Wrestling Buddies portion of the show. Like that's not. Yeah. Damn. All right. All right. So, trailers. Yeah. Not a few trailers. Not enough headphones. <laughs> so this will be interesting. I'm gonna have to. The magic of editing. Fix that. That's the name of the show this week. Um, magic of editing. No, three guys, no headphones. Three guys, no headphones. <laughs> Uh, all right, so the first trailer we're gonna watch is Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, cool! So an Ant Man movie's finally coming out. Awesome. <laughs> Second Ant Man movie. First so, uh, have you watched it? I have not watched. That's uh, why I watched it. I watched it too. Yeah. Well, I haven't. So, fuck you guys. All right, let's get into movie mode. I just have one question. When Cap needed help. Asked you, would you have come? I guess we'll never know. But if you had, you'd have never been caught. I do some dumb things, and the people I love the most, they pay the price. Thanks to you, we had to run. We're still running. Let's go.
just need someone watching your back. Nope, nope. Like a partner. Hold on. You gave her wings <laughs> and blasters. <laughs> So yeah, I exactly. Well, that was a lot of special effects. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, I know you didn't watch the first one. There is no first one. Because apparently there is no first one. Um, I, it looks cool. It looks cool. It's like I said though, like I said it kind of to be an asshole, but honestly, like that's a lot of special effects, man. And like they're not even like being um cute or funny about it. It's like we just shrunk the building. We just shrunk the building and walked off with it. Check this shit out. Woo! I thought it was funny. It it looks cool. It looks nice. It looks um, cool. I like I like Paul Rudd's though. What else? Um, yeah, I'm a fan of Paul Rudd. <clears throat> and uh, he was like the first one that I thought was really good. It does exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Um, so are you happy with the second trailer? So this trailer, the trailer for, for the second the, one. Yeah, for the, this trailer so, for Iron and the Wasp. And I, I already forgot it was coming out this year. Or time. I think I did too. I was like, That's since I haven't seen the first one, you guys need to help me out here. Does the vibe? I mean, it does from the trailers, but from the whole movie, does the vibe seem completely fucking different? Um, I, I feel like it's hard to tell. Are you talking about like from first one first to this one? one? Oh, um, I feel like it's hard to tell because I feel like the trailers just trying to show a lot of the big stuff. Yeah, you know, and then the first movie is yeah. a, is a lot of him getting introduced into being Ant Man, yeah. basically. You know, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, even like the initial Ant Man trailer and this trailer for this movie is just it feels like this feels like iron man 3 where it was like check out all this big shit we're doing i feel like this feels more epic Mm -hmm. for sure but i mean they kind of covered we're done with all the introductory crap like he is ant-man he knows what that entails yeah yeah so connection to civil war yeah um but yeah i I really like the first one because like the first one's kind of like a heist movie yeah and uh, yeah, totally. this one is like Ant-Man and the Wasp. I wonder what they're going to do with it. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious to see how, where, I'm going to hate to say, well, what kind of genres it's going to kind of cover. Yeah. You know? As yeah, that makes like sense. the first one was the highest, maybe this one's going to be something, I don't know what. But, I mean, technically he's, he's going to be running from the law because he was arrested in the first yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so going to be cool. That. To, it's going to be cool to just to see them working together, like for a whole movie, like the yeah. Wasp and Ant-Man, you know? So, um, so yeah, that's... it looks cool. I, I guess I don't know. It just doesn't look as fun as the first one looked in its trailer debut and other and subsequent trailers. Like the first one looked really fun, and yeah. this one just doesn't doesn't feel like it has that fun. Again, it's just it's the trailer of look at all the cool shit we're doing. Maybe the next yeah. trailer will have it's more of a fun. Pull you in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm being cynical because it's Marvel. I don't like Marvel. I know. Well, uh, this trailer, I have not watched it. Um, I heard uh, rumblings about it, and I've read stuff about it, saying, like, this is supposed to be, like, really scary, blah, blah, blah. You know how everyone likes to always say, it's the scariest movie ever. ever. But 
We'll see when it comes out. But I got the trailer for this. I know Bryce how much it's fucking cracking me up over here with that. It's like shit. a little kid who likes <laughs> horror movies <laughs> and Capri Sun. Yeah. So I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm thirsty. <laughs> uh, I should have got your tea. So here it is. This is called. This is supposed to be really scary. Yeah, Hereditary. It's hereditary. It's fucking scary. Come on, Peter. It's your suit. It's heartening to see so many strange new faces here today. I know my mom would be very touched and probably a little suspicious. My mother was a very secretive and private woman. She was a very difficult woman, which maybe explains me. I recognize you from your mother. What? Sometimes I swear I can feel her in the room. Oh my God! She isn't gone. She had private rituals, private friends. throwback like in the best kind of way yeah but you can't say this generation's ex i mean you can say it but don't don't well yeah like i don't know and that trailer for me didn't make me think oh they're right but maybe that's okay like i don't want them to fucking show me everything right. obviously i think it looks fucking cool that's gonna be one of those things i think i'm just gonna have to watch and find out for myself mm-hmm. i can't even say trailer wise that it pulled me in i think what's gonna pull me in is all those big claims they're making yeah. i'm gonna want to see if it's true yeah Kind of felt the same way, and also it didn't help that they practically used the music from Mother. I was just trailer. gonna say, did they steal like, the, what the fuck? sound editing from Mother? So that definitely pulled me out from the trailer. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm only gonna see this. And, uh, not Nintendo alone. Nintendo Switch. Fucking. <laughs> 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 But did the trailer even really scare you? Or are you just, no. you're saying so that's like, like so the trailer didn't scare me. But you're saying you don't want to see it alone because of what just their claims. claims. <laughs> just in case. Um, but yeah, I don't like that they. It seems more like a thriller than a horror movie, so I like that. You guys know you guys know where I stand on that anyway. So yeah, um, it looks interesting, but at the same time, like I said, it, uh, it kind of pulled me out with that. At this point, literally... Plucking of the yeah. violin strings. Like, come on, dude. I, I like 
just I like the stuff they showed, like the way it's shot and stuff. It seems like I said, like a throwback oh, to a psychological I mean, yeah, thriller in that. the best kind of way. At this point, though, I feel like I would only like be witch, seeing that. Like... I'd only be seeing that. I'm talking <laughs> for the claims that the movie is making. Okay. He complains okay. the most of people <laughs> interrupting, but he, you are the worst when you do it. You are the worst. <laughs> so I saw the witch, and so this part, like that's what he does. <laughs> so you saw the witch. Anyways. Yeah, I saw the witch. Isn't that movie kind of, kind of polarizing, right, for some people? It wasn't good. In my opinion, it was just not good. It's supposed to be like a horror. But um, is it something to do with like the end? Some, yeah, the end. Like, spoiler alert. In the end, I kind of don't care. Cause like, yeah. she, she basically is like gets naked and then walk into the woods with the rest of the witches and like chant and shit. And like it, it I don't know. It, I didn't like it. Just um, like she became the witch. She became the witch. That that she was or is and yeah it just wasn't it wasn't there in my opinion so i'm kind of hoping maybe well, maybe this was better okay um that's why i'm also like on the fence about this i think it looked cool <laughs> i'm the outlier oh, that's, here that's right because it's uh it was from the creators of the witch creator and producers of the witch, yeah, yeah, which, yeah that one didn't really do me well i don't remember if ryan liked her because i saw it with him in new jersey i don't remember if he liked it or not i think he was confused too um, unsane. I think this is the movie that was apparently shot on the iPhone. Do you know there's a band called Unsane that has a song called Scrape? It's a punk song. It's like a rock song. It's on a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one for the Bales video. Mm-mm. Okay, sorry. I also didn't play Tony Hawk. No, fuck you. The first one. So, I don't remember. I'm not gonna claim it, but I think this is a movie that I heard that's supposedly shot on the iPhone. I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> your life slips away from you, you know? Changing your phone number and your email becomes normal. Taking out a restraining order, normal. Relocating to another city, normal. But you still see your stalker everywhere? Rationally, I know this is my imagination, but I'm alone in a strange city and I never feel safe. There's some more forms you need to fill out. It's just routine. I finished my homework. So you're Valentini? Please follow me. What? Look, I, I don't have a lot of time. I, I should be back at work, so... What am I doing in here? Take off your clothes down to your underwear. I'm not sure what's happening here. The door's locked. It would be better for everyone, especially yourself, if you just do as I ask. There's been some kind of mistake. By signing this, you've consented to voluntary commitment. I am being held here against my will. Do you know how many calls the cops get like that every week? Those are from crazy people. Again. No. This man, he's followed me all the way here from Boston. I'm calling the cops. I want him arrested. My stalker is here. We did a thorough background check. You should be protecting me. Mom, no one believes me. I'm getting you out. There's nothing we can do unless you have proof that a crime's been committed. I must be insane. I must be insane. My mom didn't pick up last night. 
Action movies and the horror movies. Now that they're bringing, they're bringing back psychological thrillers. Like I it. love it. I fucking love it, man. This is good. I'm pretty sure that's the one that's was on the iPhone. Yeah. Okay. That looks really cool. Um. Yeah, it looks really good. I haven't. I this is the first time watching it too. And did you figure out what um, you're trying to figure out, Bryce? Was I was trying who? to figure out who that was. I thought it was somebody. I. I it's Claire Foy. I re- like. I, I recognized her. I thought it was somebody else. Um. I can't remember the name of it, but Emily. It's not her. I forget her last name. Yeah. I don't know. She what the fuck was it called? She was on the show Shameless that I watched for like the first season, played a certain character, then she got a bigger show or a starring role on a show on ABC that mm-hmm. I don't think is on anymore. I'll put it right here. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. It's not a big deal. Anyway, it's Claire Foy. Looks Just really annoyed. cool. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um yeah, I thought it was I thought it looked incredible it's, I don't that's not a go to the theater and go watch for me though like I don't really? Know. Oh, yeah. really no I love watching I movies like that in theaters yeah. well I like watching movies like that but it just I don't think I like the trailer as much as you guys did okay no, it reminds me of an episode of South Park uh, where they <laughs> talk about uh, Cartman steals Jimmy's joke and then they're like, no, this is what he does. He takes things and then convinces you it was his idea all along. Right. And then by the end of the episode, yeah. Jimmy's like, you're right, Eric. It's your, it is your job. <laughs> That's the, the gay fish one. Yeah, what yeah, are you, yeah. Some kind of gay fish? <laughs> I've never seen that episode. You've never seen that? Oh, no, dude. I hear, I hear that reference a lot. And I, and oh, you should watch that episode. It's pretty good. It's almost as good as their Inception episode. Yeah. That's one of my favorite episodes. Uh, I've That's a good one. Yeah, I wish I'm on the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. Um, so it's, it'd be interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested. Technical wise and story wise, it looks good. Looks really good. Yeah, I would see it. So that's on the trailers. <laughs> I felt like I was gonna say more. Yeah, I thought so. Too. <laughs> I would see it. I just don't know that I'm gonna run out to the theaters to go yeah. see it, but I would. Uh huh. So that's it. That's all I got. I don't have any movie news because I haven't really had a chance to look. Well, good. Unfortunately, Bryce and I got some Nintendo stuff to talk about. You yeah. can you can be in it too, I guess. He's wearing his Nintendo beanie and his shirt. His shirt. <laughs> but his Switch is just collecting dust. Yeah. Well, no, he's just the one I'm throwing using it. Yeah. All right. So, first thing I wanted to talk about, Bryce and Rick, and see what your guys' thoughts are. Oh shit! Throw it up in the chat. They're bringing <laughs> Mario Kart. Mario Kart Tour. It's a mobile game. Driving games suck on mobile phones. I don't know what Mario Kart Tour is going to be. It's not coming out until 2019. But they announced it super early, so they must have some kind of idea or build that they're working through. Like, driving games suck on mobile devices. I don't know what this is going to be. How do you how do you feel about it? Well, when I first heard it, I was just... Honestly, when I heard it, I was encouraged because I'm like, well, I mean, fuck, like, yeah, like that on phones, like, I feel like that that's a good idea as far as like it being a success. I didn't really think about it in terms of like how it's going to work or run or whatever. So my first thought was optimism because I was just kind of like, oh, yes, 
wow. I mean, yeah, like Mario Kart on a phone. You know, when you're when you're still doing that phone game thing or trying to, to capture that a little bit. Seems like a good idea. Have you played any of the other stuff? You play Mario Run? <laughs> no. No? I played a little bit of Mario Run, I think, on Rick's phone. Uh, Someone's Fire phone. Emblem Warriors or yeah. Heroes or whatever. Nope. Animal Crossing? Nope. No. Me either. Yeah. Mitomo? Nope. Nope. Okay. So, obviously, it's not doing what... <laughs> Well, it's for, just, for, for us, me, for yeah, us. For us. Um, what do you think about Mario Kart Mobile, Rick? Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, I'm a fan of Mario Kart, so. I love Mario Kart. I was like, I can get enough of it. So, here's my idea on how it can work. Uh, back in the day, in, in Gran Turismo, they had a mode called B-Spec Mode, where which was basically, like, manager. You... You didn't actually race the car. You told the driver how to race. Aggressive in this corner. Speed up. Try to overtake. Slow down. Maintain speed. Like, if they made it like a tactical game, I think that could be super fun and cool. Hmm. Uh, especially picking up power-ups and, like, picking when to deploy those, like, tactically throughout the course of a race, I think would be super fun. Because uh, you're basically doing that anyway when you're playing the game, but being able to be removed from the actual aspect of having to control the car so you can actually see what's going on and react accordingly and tactically i think that would be a fun way to so do it so the car's essentially on autopilot yes but okay. depending on how you tell the driver to drive they'll be more aggressive in a corner and they might spin out because they're going too fast around a corner or you know what i mean like stuff mm -hmm. like that so the b-spec mode of gran turismo 3 was super fun i actually played a lot of that game after going through everything i was like well i've kind of done everything there is to do i've 800 cars in my garage, what, what should I do? Oh, okay, I'll go back and I'll do everything in, in B-Spec mode. And you would level up your driver as you played, so the driver would get better as you as you did this manager mode kind mm -hmm. of thing. And it was super fun, like, to, you know, oh, hey, overtake in this corner. Because me, playing this game a shitload, knows that this is a good corner to overtake, so I'm going to tell them to overtake in that corner. I'm going to tell them to back off in this corner. I'm going to tell them to maintain in this corner. Yeah. I'm going to tell them to fight off the other drivers in this corner. Like, it's it's pretty fun. I think that'd be a cool way to try and do it. That's yeah. also maybe not something that lends itself to bite-sized mobile gaming, but I think it would be a fun thing. That's just my idea of how yeah. I think it would be fun. Because, again, doing this on a phone, think, driving cars, or using virtual joysticks sucks. Yeah. I don't really read up too much on it, but on it but is it going to be like are you going to be able to play against people with the switch or with, it's just going to be all mobile it's all mobile and they really haven't said anything details wise other than mm. hey it's coming out 2019 we're working on a mario kart game which is always cracks me up to watch people at websites try to spin out a thousand word article out of hey guys we've got a game coming out in 2019 mm -hmm. and it's like mario kart first Showed itself on the Super Nintendo Entertainment I System on the 1992. <laughs> I can't stand and that blah, 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 blah. This is, will be the ninth iteration of the game. Like, no. Shut up. Stop it. Just, hey, guys. Nintendo announced they're doing a Mario Kart 4 mobile. It's called Mario Kart Tour. It's coming out in 2019. Those are all the details we actually have. Don't make anything up. Yeah. Don't make any assumptions. Right. Assumptions. Right. Assumptions. Okay. Assumptions. 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 So, yeah, I just thought it'd be fun, like... I just wanted to say, like, what I think could work and give yeah, my ideas. Do you have any other ideas that you think that might work? or Not really, because I didn't really think about it. You know mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, my first thought is, yeah, there's a digital button, and 
Yeah, I, I haven't right? really done it. I mean, I guess it depends on that. if they made it pretty loose to where like maybe you could like turn very in a subtle way where it's not you're not in public or somewhere going like eh, well like this. There I are some. There are actually some driving simulators on phones mm. that are like that, but they're just not fun. Yeah, like, it's just not fun to do that because, yeah, you can subtly go around a turn, but then when you get to that ninety degree hairpin and you have to hit the brake, you do have to get some good action going so the car turns like it's just it's weird yeah. i don't know what they're gonna do i'm in trouble say excited i'm intrigued to find out how they play it and what they're gonna do and uh where it goes we got a whole year to wait at least so I it's we'll actually it says in the fiscal year ending in march 2019 okay yeah so it right. could come out this year yeah <clears throat> um yeah i don't know how it'll be. The other Nintendo news story I want to talk about is you and I have been talking about this. How long is it going to take the Switch to outsell the Wii U's uh, lifespan? Yeah. Uh, turns out it took them nine months. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah. 14 million units are sold. And that's in nine months. And I think the Wii U sold six million in its first full year. So it has doubled what the Switch sold in nine... Over doubled what the Switch... Or the Wii U sold in a year in nine months. It's insane. That's crazy. Um, I'm happy I'm a part of those numbers. Uh, I'm glad Nintendo put something out for the first time in a long time that I wanted to have in my hands and experience and play their games on. Um, 3DS was... or Well, DS, 3DS, DSi, that, that generation of handheld was almost there for me. Uh, but I never bought one for my... My, my daughter has one. Um, and then, uh, we got a DS when the Guitar Hero DS game came out because it was like, oh, here's a bundle for $130, super cheap for nice. DS and the game and everything. Yeah. And I actually had a lot of fun with that game for the I forgot about 50 that. or 60 hours I played of Guitar Hero on tour, like doing this, mm -hmm. which was actually really fun. That was uh, just on a regular DS? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but I mean, there hasn't been anything since the GameCube that... I wanted to get and the only reason I got the GameCube it wasn't even for Nintendo's first party games I didn't I played a little bit of Luigi's Mansion and I really liked it um, I did not play uh, uh, Wind Waker at all um, I didn't play Sunshine for more than a few hours at a friend's house um, but yeah I, I bought a GameCube because I like wrestling video games and they had wrestling video games on GameCube I couldn't mm -hmm. get anywhere else and they were actually really good wrestling games. So that's really the only reason I ever bought a GameCube. And uh, so it's been even longer since I've bought a Nintendo console to play Nintendo games. And it's really cool that they have something out there that I'm like passionate about their properties yeah. again. I'm glad that you've been that way. And I, I love Nintendo and I'll never stop. I, even when they were kicking us in the teeth with crappy things, I didn't want, I, I always want them to succeed. I want them to bring me back in mm -hmm. and it just and now it's it's finally happening and uh it's one of those moments in life where i'm like man I, I was playing a nintendo when i was four years old and here i am 36 and all i can think about is like oh i get home i'm gonna fire up my switch and play some mario <laughs> and play some zelda i'll play some mario kart uh and i think that's a really cool uh thing to have going on right now yeah it's awesome i i love I love the Switch, if only for the fucking big reason that it's not called a Wii or a Wii U anymore. Yeah. I'm so glad to be past that era. 
of and, time. And the fact that the Wii U, this is essentially what the Wii U should have been at launch. Yeah. Like, and obviously they were prototyping, and obviously it was one of those things where it's like, well, we can put this thing out like this to where it has to be linked to the console. Yeah. Well, that seems cool. And you and I both like, that seems really fucking cool. Turns out you can't get too far away from the console, though, before it takes a crap. Right. So, uh, but yeah, it's it, it just it feels like that's what I, like what I mean by being kicked in the teeth. Like, people who adopted the Wii U right of the way out of the gate. And like, you know what? Wii. Fuck it. Nintendo, Wii U. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. It feels like... Hey, this is what you should have gotten yeah. five years ago. Yeah, like I, the, the, we were prototyping and beta testing. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, yeah, Wii U is probably the only system of theirs that I bought where I don't even want to say I regret buying it because I still had fun experiences on that system. But it was the first time where pretty quickly into the system's life, I was kind of like, pizza. <laughs> I was like pizza. Uh, <laughs> pizza. <laughs> yeah. It, it just where I'm just kind of like, ah, you know what? Like, was this really yeah, like one, their, two, their next? Was this really like their next system? Like, I like I just I don't know because yeah. I had a lot of fun on the Wii. I mean, I fucking loved my Wii at first. I love my Wii every night. I stroke it. No, I'm just, <laughs> anyways, I had a ton of fun on my Wii. Like, I really did. And then, then after a while, like, it got a little long in the tooth. And mm-hmm. obviously, I got to a point where I'm like, there's a lot of games I want to be playing that I'm not getting to play because I can't on the Wii. And that's when I got my PS3. Um, so the Wii U really is the only set like GameCube. I fucking love the GameCube. Like I mean, I, Wind Waker is fantastic. I didn't like Sunshine, from what I recall. I, I really, really loved Wind Waker, and I loved a lot of games on GameCube. So for me, you know, like I had fun on the Wii. Didn't really like it. Like I was like, oh, God, really? Do we have to have this stupid fucking name? And then the Wii U comes out, and we still have this stupid fucking name. And then on top of that, the system was just kind of lackluster. You know, it's just nice to be in a period where it's like, we're past that era. Um, I like now, too, that their approach to stuff is essentially, you could pretty much do everything you could do on a Wii and a Wii U on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now you just have, you literally have options and the options just feel more convenient. Yep. A lot of the options are just out of the box. Like, I almost primarily play my Switch with a Pro Controller. That's because I've had one day one. But, I mean, I've also played with the... Waggle. No, 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 no. Um, grip? Yeah, the grip. I played with the grip. You were doing this, so I assumed you meant I decided that, like, I always forget <laughs> that it's what I did. I wanted to say the dog controller. I played with that, and takes a little bit of adjusting at first to get used to, but got used to it. I actually had, I think I played a session of Breath of the Wild, actually, where I did have both Joy-Cons and each hand. I wasn't doing any motion stuff, because I actually don't think the game supports, like, I don't think you swing no. the sword like this. No. But it was kind of comfortable laying down on my couch. Or doing whatever, and I literally just... It was like I was playing with a controller, but I just had it in each hand, and I could just kind of lay however. So I've, I just like the options. They've given you options. They aren't forcing you to play in any particular way. The only time I've ever played like this, in one in each hand, is playing Breath of the Wild in some of those fucking shrines that are obnoxious, because I don't want to... If I'm playing in handheld, I don't want to have to lay upside down and turn my <laughs> yeah, switch to fucking... Hard ugh, to it's it obnoxious. Out. Yeah. Sometimes it's little stuff. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll put my switch like this then. Yeah. And then I can kind of get it. So like, yeah. Give me the option to use the sticks. If you if you see, oh, this person's playing in handheld mode, dot with the things on it. Yeah. Let let me use the right fucking stick. To I mean, it's fine. Me. I would. Yeah, it'd be nice if that were an option, but I don't mind little motion things like that. Like it's whatever. You're just like, tilting it's, stuff. It's so obvious that this was 
a Wii U game because you can't touch the screen to do anything in it. It seems like the one concession they made putting it on the Switch is like fucking gyroscopes, bro. Like, because yeah. I doubt, I doubt very highly they had in mind for people to be playing the Wii U doing this with that fucking yeah, well, big I mean, tablet. You know what I mean, I mean? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, that that game was gonna be on the yeah, Wii U. But like, I'm that's like, like yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like if you're gonna totally not put in like touchscreen functionality so I can hit hold my inventory touch and do that like don't shoehorn in the motion controls because you want to yeah. shoehorn in the motion controls yeah it's fine. that's the only time yeah, i've done that yeah so i don't know um, and it's literally been where i just i pop off the right one and i'm just yeah all right <laughs> it's honestly though like it's not a bad experience like it, it's really no different than playing with the grip it's just like you're not you're not like there, I, I have a weird disconnect like this hmm I mean, you could literally yeah. just lay or sit however you want. Like, it's just kind of a... I don't know. If I'm laying down, it's like this. Oh, shit. <laughs> I hear you. It was, it was, it, it's not even that I played that way to lay down. I don't know how to describe yeah. it. No, I, I know it what you're just, saying. I know what you're saying. It's, it's like, I'm sitting it's here. It's not a bad experience. I'm sitting here like this with my hands at my sides. I don't have to... Yeah. Yeah, I get it was you. Just, it, was, it was just not a bad experience. It can be comfortable, for yeah. sure. It can be comfortable. So, I'm really happy to see Nintendo. Like this is the I'm most so glad. game cube. Like this feels like the GameCube era to me again, or like a Super Nintendo. Like this feels like an older Nintendo era to me again. Yeah. Um, I so, guess yeah. for me, like uh, it, it feels like the N64 era. That was the last time I was like, oh man, Mario Kart. Yeah. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Mario 64. Like I didn't. I didn't have a lot of third-party games on the N64 because you didn't need them. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I had the wrestling games. And those were those were great fucking wrestling games. I had weird games like Wet Tricks, which is one of my favorite N64 games ever. Uh, probably one of my top ten favorite games of all time. Oh, well. Yeah, it's a fucking amazing game. Tetrisphere was a different take on Tetris. I loved that game, too. Like, But what it boiled down to was all I ever really played on my, game, on my N64 was Mario Kart. Uh, Ocarina of Time and Mario 64. <laughs> like you get later in the in the. I didn't play. I wasn't a GoldenEye guy. Wasn't a Perfect Dark guy. I fucking love Perfect. Wasn't Dark. wasn't a Turok guy. None of that shit. My friend had Turok. Uh, I, I didn't Turok. get it. I liked. I played GoldenEye. So I'm frustrating. way more of a Perfect Dark guy though, yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, I I'm so happy that like I mentioned it to you on Voxer, and I might have mentioned it on the show too. Like. Firing up this Nintendo console, it feels like going home again. Like it's just, it's like a comfortable shoe. Like, oh yeah, hey, this fits good. This fits great still. This feels good. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did I ever stop? Yeah. Using this thing. And speaking of that, uh, and feeling like you've gone home again and you know what's going on, like Mario Odyssey, you guys. Holy shit. Holy shit. It's awesome, right? Like. I got I got to figure out the words I want to use here because I don't want to sound hyperbolic, and I know that there's plenty of that going around about Odyssey anyway. The greatest Mario game of all time, greatest game of all time. Like, yeah. it, it's it's up there, man. It and, it and like that time I was watching Rick stream, and I was like, "Yo, Rick, it's a Mario game. Fucking triple jump or butt stomp. Figure it out." Like, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 the game's broken. Yeah, like you could have my Switch, sister. It's one of those things where like. I immediately knew what to do going in. Like, fucking action guide. I, I know how to play Mario, y'all. Yeah. I know how to play Mario. Um, and for all the talk about the motion control and, like, doing the homing, the homing and the, the big the big oh. area of effect and the homing yeah. thing, like, 
honestly, don't be a jackass and fling your switch, but let go of this controller and just flick your wrist. Yeah. And the switch, the whole yes, the whole switch moves, but you get that you get the throw you're trying to throw. Right. And I don't even think I honestly did that that much yeah. though. But yeah. I'm I used it in the woodland kingdom because mm-hmm. there's the shit the on the floor mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't want to just I don't want to I don't want to keep hammering on this fucking button so I <laughs> stand in the center and go and then I'd start moving. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm play, I haven't played, uh, so I have not seen how this looks on the TV yet. Oh, I've really? only played Odyssey. I, I got it on Thursday. I've only had it yeah, for, okay. for two and a half, three days. So I, I have, I've been playing it like only in my mm-hmm. hands, and fuck, man, like this is what I wanted. What the Wii U should have been, like I said, like it's taking all these properties that I love growing up and continue to love in my teens and making them like going back and seeing Mario 64. Now you go, Ooh. Mm-hmm. but like if you look at Odyssey, you would look at it and go, Oh yeah, that's how, that's how Mario 64 looked because your mind does that shit to you. Yeah. And it's like, Oh yeah, this is what this is what is all the game should look like. This is what it looked like. It's like no, it yeah. fucking didn't. It, no. Go back and look at those games. Go back and look at Mario Sunshine. And go back. That and, era of game, like even Mario Galaxy, doesn't hold a fucking candle to how good yeah, true. Odyssey that's looks. Crazy. You know? Yeah, that era of game, like PS2 N64 era. You look back at some of that stuff, just like, oh god, like yeah. I don't know, I don't know why, like, and I don't want to sound like I'm just on that bandwagon, but like. No, retro are... retro games like just age so much better. Like, I, I, it's it's easier. It's easier to pre them up. Yeah, and then then it's kind of cool, like because they feel new again in a sense. Because now you can have that retro look, but also be in high definition. Like, yeah, like look at something like Celeste, which is obviously a sixteen bit, sixteen bit inspired game. Yeah, but you can clean up all those edges and make it look great. Or a game that I was super into a few years ago, Spelunky. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is an old school side scrolling roguelike video game yeah but it looks fucking gorgeous right because everything is it's cart it looks like a cartoon everything is smooth and soft and the and the hard edges that are supposed to be hard are hard not everything yeah um it's one of the reasons why i wanted to get the the master blaster remake oh because of how good it looks but it's like no no i've played that game a million (laughs) fucking times all the way through i don't need to play the same game again just because it looks newer you know what i mean give me a new fucking blaster master not (laughs) whatever you know what i'm saying like, yeah. just give me a new one not the same thing again uh but mario odyssey man like the the sand kingdom was so cool yeah uh, i didn't buy any of the things in the shops no like it's weird like yeah. i was telling you about this with zelda like i don't buy anything there i don't use fucking horses i walk That's i cook really i cook some stuff like i don't play zelda i play zelda the way i fucking play zelda games not the way I would play a game like a Skyrim or an open world RPG with where you have shops to go to. Like, I play Zelda. I'm playing Zelda the way I fucking fucking play Zelda. Like, you give me this shield, you give me this sword. I got this bow. Let's fucking roll. And I'm playing Odyssey the same way. I'm like, I'm not buying any of the costumes or any of the hats. Like, I really need to do something though because I I do not like the cap ship captain's hat look. I do not <laughs> like it. It's so weird. Yeah. I need to do something different. But that but other than that, like I'm playing this like I played Mario 64. Like, all right, let me walk around to the edges of this map and see what's here. Okay, cool, here's some cool shit. Here's some cool shit. Um But yeah, like I I've been to the Metro Kingdom already. 
because there's the painting in um, the Sand Kingdom mm -hmm. where you can get to the back door entrance. To oh, the, I didn't find that. Oh, really? No. <gasps> Ooh. It's 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 literally like you can't do anything. You walk out. You're just there. There's a moon. It's there's a, a metro moon to get. Okay. That you can only get. I'm assuming if you find the entrance in the Sand Kingdom. Huh. Interesting. And I was so I got that and like. Um, that's the first thing I came across. I walked by, it's like a tall pillar that there's a moon on top of. And I thought, and I saw the, the frame and I was like, oh, I bet I got to go through this painting eventually. Cause there was nothing there. Yeah. There was nothing there. So I was like, oh, eventually I probably have to go through this painting and go, and that's how I get that moon. And then I did the boss battles and stuff on mm -hmm. the sand kingdom and then it's nighttime. And then that's when there was something in the frame. I know what you're talking about. I just think I never revisited it. That's the first thing I did. I was like, oh, did I change something in the world? There's a paint. Oh, yeah, the painting's there. So I went in, and I got the moon for the Metro Kingdom. But, and I was like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to get this moon up here on top of that pillar? Because there's no way. I can't ride a bullet build to it because it's too tall. Yeah. You can't climb the St. Zelda. I, that was yeah. the first thing. I was like, oh, I'll go get that thing up there. Yeah. Oh, wait, this is Mario now. Yeah. No, I won't. <laughs> No, I will not climb that and get that thing. Um. <laughs> Zelda really does fuck with you. That means you can climb yeah. everything. Yeah. And the other thing that kills me is like going back to uh, PlayStation 4 to play a couple of things like the mm -hmm. get the abandoned cars in for speed or get my free games for the month or whatever. Like I start hitting circle and I'm like, yes, ah! every <laughs> and time. It's like, and, and it's so funny because Nintendo has it right. Like and Sony, when it came to America, they realized people start putting using x for because they thought that like in focus testing that's what they thought was confirmed and it's yeah. like but the whole philosophy behind the playstation controller and the symbols is circle is confirmed x is cancel square is your inventory slash map and the triangle is supposed to be like your point of view and that was the camera button reset the camera button all of these things made sense and then morons over here fucked it all up and now i i think you can actually change it in the playstation 4 options to make that confirm uh -huh. and that cancel yeah yeah but i don't think i'll go through that i'll just fucking <laughs> i'll back out of a game and be like fuck okay wrong button but yeah it fucks me up every that time too even even when i know it i'm just like yes yeah. like for me the nintendo controller like it feels like home it's like what i grew up i'm like okay yeah duh and then I've gotten used to a PlayStation controller too, so when I pick that up, I every fucking time I can even say to myself, "Push X, I got push it, X, yeah." Push X, push and X. I don't. Fuck, I hit circle. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, but Mario Odyssey, I so I did. Uh, I liked the introduction. I thought the, the intro was really cool. Mm -hmm. I think it's funny. Like the tropes that they are hitting with this are the same ones that Zelda's hitting, mm -hmm. but it feels like. It feels different with Mario Odyssey. It feels like they're... I don't know. I'm not far in. It feels like they're going to be doing something different. I might be wrong, though. Um, but, yeah. So, like, the hat... The little hat kingdom that's really small. I was like, yeah. this is small. And then I realized, oh, this is just a tutorial level. Okay, cool. Essentially, yeah. Did you do what I did? Did you guys do what I did and painstakingly go around and hit every single lantern to make sure it was lit in yes. the yes. hat thing and then get nothing for it and <laughs> yes. be upset about it? Yeah. I was very upset about it. <laughs> I was very fucking upset about it. Uh, I actually thought I was going to do some kind of, like, light show or something. That's why I went around hitting them. I didn't think it was, like, an achievement or... I thought maybe, like... <laughs> Because I know that there are, 
Like there's moons in in there's enough moons doing what you're supposed to do in the kingdoms to collect enough moons to fuel your ship and get out. But there's also a lot of other moons you can pick up there yeah, that you sure. don't need to, and like puzzles or like fucking answering all the sphinx's questions in the sand kingdom yeah. and uh, all that stuff. And you can do that. And I collected like that's why I wasn't worried about the one moon sitting on top of the tall pillar in the sand kingdom because I didn't need it. But yeah. I, I fucking want it. Yeah. I, I need you can always that. go back. I, need, I know. I need to have it. I, yeah. I have a feeling that it's kind of a Metroid thing where I have to come back later with something maybe and get it. But And there's also that right next to that pillar, there's the fucking purple pit of ooze or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I was like, oh, I'll just go over and grab one of those block guys and walk him all the way over here and then see <laughs> if there's a pathway. And then I didn't want to do that. I was like, no, I'm going to move on. I'll come back to that. But it seems like there's something there because... Why else would there be two things right. that, like, but I didn't go through there yet. I want to do that. Um, seeing the first human in the game was awesome and weird. It's like, Super wait a minute. Weird. You're like eight feet tall and Mario's a short <laughs> fat guy. What's going on? Um, Mushroom Kingdom is obviously different from the Metro Kingdom. That's funny. Uh, and like the, fir- the, re- the first big moment for me where I was like, oh my God, this is too fucking cool. Is the first time you go into a pipe and end up two D, and you can you can you know it's gonna so happen cool. because you see it there. Yeah. So you know it's gonna happen, but the first time you walk through that pipe, and come out and it, I'm like, oh my god, it feels so good. Oh yeah. Seriously. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's I I fucking love those portions of the game. Yeah. It it's, because it almost feels like you're. Seeing something you're not supposed to, because it's yeah. like this is old Mario, but it's fucking new, updated. <laughs> like what the fuck? But yeah. it still has the old look to it. Like mm-hmm. oh, I love it. So much detail attached. I want to. I want to go back to the Cascade Kingdom because I really like the aesthetic of that place. Yeah. And I want to go back and check it out uh, some more. But I got I got caught up in the thing. I always get caught up in Mario. The same thing that always gets me in Mario sixty four. It's like I want to know. I want to know what's going on with Bowser and Peach. I want to. I want to figure this shit out. I want to <laughs> move, move, always be moving forward. Yeah. Because that's the play I play Mario games. Yeah. Even when you have the options to do other stuff, it's no, no, no. That's not pertinent. I'll come back. I'll come back. I'll come back. And I never do. And so this game, I'm gonna make a conscious effort to go back, and and do it. So, um, which way did you go first? Do you remember? Did you go to the woodland one, or did you go to the lake, lake kingdom? Woodland, I okay. think. That's the way I went first, also. Because yeah. I, I, I saw, I was like, oh, it's the Lake Kingdom. And I was like, fuck a water level in any video game. So I'm <laughs> going here first. Yeah. Um, but man, I'm loving it. It's it's so fantastic. Yeah. And I can't wait for the end game stuff. So um, much. Like, I, there's so much more game, dude. I know because of listening to the Giant Bomb Game of the Year stuff that there's some really cool special things that I'm gonna come in contact with and i love that when they talked about them they didn't debate on whether because like when they do the game of the year stuff it's like yo there's gonna be spoilers if you don't want to hear about something don't don't listen yeah and this is prior to me getting uh, a switch so i didn't know I, was gonna, I didn't think i was gonna be getting a switch right away so i was like fuck it i'll just listen i don't care um but they talked about that stuff and it was like no 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 you can sit here and listen to it and we can talk about it till we're blue in the face but when you experience these things in the game there's nothing like it and jeff goes yeah i knew about this thing and i knew about this thing and i knew about this thing but when i played through that game and experienced it it was a whoa kind of moment yeah and yeah 
the 2D thing was like that for me right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, to- I totally forgot that they had mentioned that there was paintings in the, in the kingdoms that you could jump into. So when I came across that first painting in the Sand Kingdom, I was like, oh, yeah. I don't even, I don't even know. Really? Yeah. And you're like way farther than I am. Yeah. I don't know he's way farther, but he's farther. I mean, he's past the Lake Kingdom, isn't he? Because mm-hmm. so. he's, he's got to be. Because I feel like the last time you've truly played is when you got frustrated and decided the game was the broken. Stuff, the stuff I watched him play past is way past where I am. Okay. Already. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. You have different, yeah. I'm excited. Like, Brad Shoemaker kept talking about the Luncheon Kingdom, and I'm super fucking hyped to see that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm completely in love with this game, and... I almost wish I would have bought it instead of Breath of the Wild first because I think uh, I think Mario would have been a top contender for mm. my top. It would have been in my top five if I would have if I would have played far enough into where I felt okay in doing that. If I had to put a good 10, 12 hours into it or whatever, I'd have felt comfortable putting it up even if I hadn't finished it yet. Um, you don't feel like Zelda would have creeped up now that you're way more because you've been playing it, the shit out of that it, and seeing a lot more. It would it would have creeped up, but it, I don't think it would have made top five for me. Mm, okay. Um, I fucking love that game because like I had a long period of not playing it because I just other stuff, and then yeah. I played Mario to get credits, and then I dabbled, dabbled. I always fucked it up. That's good. with the B. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always want to say dabble. Or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I dabbled with some of the post credit stuff, but haven't nearly, you know, explored that as much as I know that I can. And then I'm like, you know, this is, I need to fucking play Zelda. Like, it's been too much time. I need to jump back into the game that I already had done a decent amount in, but I need to jump back into it. And now I'm like obsessed yeah. with Zelda again. I am enjoying what I'm playing, but I'm not enjoying it because it's a Zelda game. Does that make sense? You no. know what I mean? It's, no. Like, it's, this could, this could be anything this could be another a new skyrim game this could be a new dragon age game i i i'm enjoying the zelda stuff like i told you the first divine beast like i was like mm-hmm. and i was like 12 hours 12 or 15 hours into me playing it where i felt like oh this is a fucking zelda game yeah this is some zelda ass zelda shit right here yeah but again i haven't done any other the divine beast yet but the stuff i'm enjoying about it is not the zelda centric stuff it's, it's new to Zelda now. Right, but right. it's, I mean, the reason I'm enjoying it is because, like, I do shit like this in a bunch of other open-world RPG-style games, and that's not knocking it at all. That's saying, like, yo, you guys fucking nailed it. You got that shit right. Yeah. But that's not, like, oh, I need to play Legend of Zelda is not why I'm playing it, really. I'm playing no, it I, because I, it's... I see that. It's the Zelda stuff that... Uh, I haven't done a lot of the Zelda stuff. I've done a good a good chunk. But it's not the Zelda stuff that's making me really enjoy that game. Which isn't a knock against it, and not a reason why I wouldn't have made top five. There's a lot of other little tiny gripes I have with that game. But I really, really enjoy what I'm playing. Like, yeah. I could nitpick to death, and I could. And I eventually probably will when I talk about it as a whole when I've finished it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm loving that game too. Yeah. And uh, But yeah, Mario Odyssey is fucking amazing. And... The last thing I want to say about Nintendo, unless there's anything else you guys have to say about Zelda or Odyssey or anything like that, uh, Rick's over there producing, so I'll keep going. Um, one, Nintendo, stop being so fucking creepy, and two, keep being creepy. Um, email from from Nintendo. Oh, oh, 
Hey, we see you're having fun with Zelda Breath of the Wild. Did you know the DLC is out? You can totally get that now, and blah, 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 and you can have this and this and this. And I was like, don't, don't personalize emails. Don't. And then yesterday I got an email from them. Hey, happy birthday. Here's 300 Nintendo Platinum points. Thank you. Keep being creepy that way. That's fine. <laughs> and then also... I don't get any of those emails. It's so you don't? weird. No. Also last night, enjoying Super Mario Odyssey? <laughs> Let the fun begin. Here's a free wallpaper for your desktop. That's so like, funny. Like it, Yes, I'm enjoying Mario Odyssey. Stop being so creepy, Nintendo. I don't get any of those emails. I just checked. Weird. Cool. Maybe I opted. Maybe filter. Or you maybe I just yeah. decided not to get like random emails. Yeah. I like it. Uh, it's fun at the same time though. It's like, yeah, motherfucker. This is like my same complaint. Remember, remember my big thing when I got a PS3. I was like, why am I not getting the fucking <laughs> weekly store thing? <laughs> yeah. It's like the same thing. But it's yeah, uh, really digging it. I'm so excited to be happy about a Nintendo product yeah. right now. I just can't wait to see what else that they do and show and what else the system... I don't, I don't know. I, I'm really excited for stuff. Like, I can't wait. Also, like, I know that this is... It's just been talked about on Kind of Funny quite a bit, but I'm really excited for there to be a new Luigi's Mansion because the one that came out on 3DS, which I know you played also or played some of, and I didn't play it enough. I played a lot of it, and then, again, I think life just happened and I never went back to it. But I'm just like... Holy shit. Like, I remember, I think, saying when I first played that game, and I love the one on GameCube, but the one on 3DS, I'm like, it seems like there's so much love that was put into that game. Like, there's just, like, wow. And so, if, I don't know that it's gonna happen, but assuming that it does, I'm really excited to see a Luigi's Mansion game on the Switch. Yeah, that'd be fun. Like a console, you know, a handheld that's basically a console right. game. Like, I, I'm really pumped for that, so... Yeah, man, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I think it's awesome. We all have switches. You know, I think Rick needs to get back into his. But yeah, yeah I think so too. Yeah. This is Nintendo. Because I, I still say the shirt. I still say it's like yeah, he's wearing the shirt. I'm like, man, Rick, like you, I don't think you even know what Breath of the Wild is Princess yet, Prime? man. Like it's what? crazy. It's crazy. And then yeah, Mario. Also. Do you even punch question blocks? Come on. <laughs> Rick's like, well, I cook in Zelda <laughs> and I cut things, but you know. I went on a rampage the other day. Uh, I have I have the Master Sword, by the way. I don't know if you guys have it yet. Oh, no, I don't have it. Uh, I went through a rampage the other day, and I was like, I'm just going to collect a shitload of wood. I don't know why. Fuck it. Whatever. I had like 70 bale or yeah. bundles of wood. Don't tell me. I don't want to know much about the Master Sword, so don't tell me. But I, I, You already know the important well, stuff. I know. <laughs> but I just like, I, I did, because I did talk to somebody that implied, or like, I'm like, oh, that's what they're talking about. But I did some other stuff. I went to... Have you been to that labyrinth yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That island? That uh -huh. separate? Okay. I just did that. I haven't been there yet. I, I was telling you about that right oh, after did I did even that island. I did that okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been to that one yet. Yeah. That was, what that was else actually did pretty I just, fun. I did something else. I, I was trying know. to so, I was trying to be a dumbass with the, the labyrinth one. I was like, I'm just going to climb up this fucking wall. Fuck it. And then it was raining for like a half hour and I was like, all right, fine. I didn't re... I did not realize that... Often, because maybe, I don't know, I, I don't want to blame, like, the fidelity of the game or anything like that, but I walked by it 10 or 15 times and didn't notice that there was the hole in the wall that I could start walking up the stairs oh. for, I don't know, maybe 40 minutes on, yeah. on that labyrinth island. Yeah. But, yeah. I was like, I'm just going to climb this fucking wall. 
And then Guardian's like, hmm. Right, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> and I, had to re- I walked across the perimeter two or three times before I noticed that there was, oh, I can go in here. Mm-hmm. And then that way. And then up. Mm-hmm. And then continue. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. That, like, it... There's just so much to explore in that world, and like I said, you see, it's funny, you know, like, you already have the Master Sword, like, I don't have it, but that doesn't necessarily even show, like, a sign of progression, it's just a matter of, like, where you've been that I haven't been, versus where I've been that you haven't been, you know what I mean? That's what's interesting about that game. So there sure. is a bit of progression to get the Master Sword, because like, well, I, I, yeah. I came across it, and was, like, early, earlier than I could, and you can't. And I was like, oh. Okay. Well, that I don't know about. But you get what I'm saying, though, right? Like, it's just like... I'm just... Yeah. I'll just... You put X amount of hours into the game, and it's like you could have had a completely different experience than he's yeah. had at that right. time. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Cool. So, looks like going to wrap us. Is yes. that a show? That's it. All right. So, there you have it. That is this week's episode. 260. Um, Bryce, why don't you take us out, too? <laughs> do it again. Okay, so I'll do it. What? I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Right, you go for it. So that was episode 260. Uh, if you were lucky enough to be watching us live on Twitch, thank you for joining us. And if you missed us, you can catch us on YouTube on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Sometimes we'll put up two clips on Thursday, and on Friday we'll put up the whole fucking video so you could watch us all in one place. Uh, if you want to listen to us, you can listen to us on Tuesday on someshitwelike.com. And. Any other podcast services? Podcast services yeah. that you might use: Android, Google, Microsoft, Stitcher, Stitcher, Stitcher. And if so, you did, if you did miss us on Twitch, you know, generally, most of the time Saturday, at some point during the day, if you follow us <laughs> yeah. on social media, you'll know. Until next time. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs>